You're listening to Relationships and Chill, the podcast for singles and couples about how to find and cultivate the relationship you've always dreamed of based on trust and honest communication. Why waste your time going through the typical dating obstacle course only to end up with drama, jealousy, and heartbreak when you can find the love of your life and live happily ever after? So sit back, chill, and get ready to make relationships great again. Greetings, everyone. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Greetings, greetings. Uh, this is uh, Coach R. Anthony. I am your host, the host of the pod, the podcast, Relationships and Chill. And uh, today, I want to talk to you all about... I think I want I want to talk to you. Well, something just crossed my mind as I was telling you what I was going to talk to you about. But I, you know what's crazy? Like nobody really ever talks to the men um, as it relates to relationships, mainly because men don't really that you know talk about relationships that much. Even though men men have a lot of the same beliefs that women do. And this ain't even this ain't even a topic I wanted to talk to you guys about. I actually wanted to talk to you guys about how nobody tells women the truth, but really nobody tells men or women the truth when it comes to relationships and the ideology that people have as it comes as it comes to uh, dating, marriage, relationships, etc., uh, etc. Et so I guess I'm gonna do a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna kill two birds, one stone up here up next right here on relationships and chill i'm gonna kill two birds with one stone so um i have a lot of conversations with women and one of the main things that i tell them which is true and but the thing that i tell them is first of all like a domain domains are important as it relates to relationships if someone tells you that roles are not important in relationships they are lying and they have no clue what they're talking about roles are extremely important roles are important at your job you can't go to your job and and think you're the owner or the or the person who started or the founder or the ceo unless you're the ceo but if you're the ceo you ain't the worker or you ain't the you know the janitor you ain't doing everything you may do a little bit of something and you know whatever here and there but you're not the main you're main job and the success or failure of the business is predicated upon you doing your job your main job well if you're the ceo you being a great janitor does not help the the company so as that that's important because people need roles roles create organization roles make sure that things or are organized so if anybody tells you that roles are not important important they are lying and they have no clue what they are talking about. So it's important to know that in this particular in relationships in the in the in the dating world, as I tell many women, and initially it may shock you. It is crazy. It's probably crazy to to even hear. I find it crazy to even say, but it's the truth. The truth of the matter is that relationships are a man's domain and sex is a woman's domain. And I mean that by this. If a woman don't want to have sex with you, it's not going to happen. If a man don't want to be in a relationship with you, it's not going to happen. Now, vice versa can be true for the both. But I'm talking about, generally speaking, all things being equal, if 
you're interested if two people are mutually interested in each other the degree of the relationship is going to depend upon the man overall um and women contribute to that sounds interesting i know but women contribute men facilitate or men provide men provide the the fabric or the material for the relationship as the man goes so the relationship goes if the man is garbage the relationship will be garbage uh now they both are important obviously because if you got a good man and the woman ain't worth a quarter then the relationship is still gonna be horrible so yeah but but realistically it really just depends upon the man and his ability or inability to choose because and the only reason why i say this and the the way i came to that conclusion is because typically men use relationships to get sex from women women use sex to get relationships from men so you have to look at which one is the trump card for each participating party or participating sex. The trump card for a man is the relationship that he could potentially offer the woman. And for women, it's the, the sex or the pleasure or the, the contributions that that woman could potentially add to that man's life. And this is why it's important for both to know how to choose, specifically women, because the man or the type of man that you choose is going to dictate the degree of the relationship. If your ability to choose a type of man is horrible, you're going to make horrible decisions and have horrible relationships. And the same goes with the man. If you cannot choose and don't know how to choose the type of woman that is suited, best suited for you. You end up choosing a woman who cannot contribute to you and cannot progress you and therefore cannot progress the relationship because as you go, the relationship goes. Now, I say that because women are usually more than likely to make certain adjustments within the relationship because they know the response. If she's enlightened, if she's enlightened, she understands the relationship is predicated upon the man and she will do her best to contribute to that man to make sure that he is in a position to where neither one of you fail. And if that man progresses and, he, and he's the right type of man, he's going to elevate and take his woman with him. Now, another thing, because uh, women are in more more of a competition for men than men are in a competition for women, because if a woman really likes you, She's more than likely going to like just you. Men, men can like a woman, but still deal with women equally. And that's that's important. to That's an important difference to note. A man can really, really love and, and really have eyes for one particular woman. But he it doesn't he, he will not necessarily make the adjustments to to treat her special. If that makes sense, he will treat her similar to the women that he's already dealing with um, unless he's at a point to where he's like, okay, I'm ready to, you know, to seriously date someone. But the funny thing about it is, and I know a lot of women, I've talked to a lot of women about this, a guy that is really ready and really interested for some strange reason, women don't find them interesting. It's usually the guys who they know have multiple options that do not put them as the priority and kind of just, you know, 
have their own thing going on and they know, you know what I mean, that he's not fully into them. He's not fully committed and he's not fully his his interest isn't fully there in that particular woman. So it's weird. It's a weird thing that women have. I think for men, for the most part, when we realize that a woman has multiple interests, we tend to start veering away and moving on towards finding a woman that is solely or mainly interested in us. Um, and that gives that type of energy. So I think it's an interesting difference to note that that's how things happen. Things happen that way. And it's important because, like I said, it goes it goes into what men hold above women. And a lot of times, like for real, women, uh, men will hold a potential relationship to make sure that a woman is not sexually involved with anybody else. So. If she's interested enough in him, she won't have sex with him and he won't be interested because he'll notice the energy of a woman who's sexually active. That's very, that's a whole nother conversation. A man can tell when a woman is sexually active with other men besides himself. Um, and women can, too. But I think women have more of a competitive thing whereas men is like i'm not gonna compete either you're gonna you know give it to me unless it's just like unless he's looking at you as just like you know just hey whatever like i don't care about you we just gonna have sex and keep it pushing like so you can have sex with whoever you want to but if he if there's a level of degree a degree of interest there then he's going to want to lock you down with the potential of having a relationship with you in order to keep first dibs on the sexual activity so I, I find that to be very important and also part of the reason why i know it to be true that a man's domain is relationships at least initially now as time goes on the roles can be reversed 100 percent. but initially out out the gate all things considered equal the man uses the potential for a relationship to dangle in front of a woman in order for her to be more interested in giving him the sexual intercourse that he desires probably the most. Um, I, and women will use their sexuality by either giving or not giving in order to trade off for the relationship to say, I am worthy of a relationship. So make sure you make the right decision or, we got to be in a relationship. A lot of women say, I, I ain't doing nothing unless we're in a relationship. And so, you know, that that's their trump card. That's for the most part their trump card. Now, I say I say this to say, because for men, it, it's not really talked about the danger or what's at stake for a man who is not privy to what happens as a result of, you know, dealing with a, a considerable amount of women and so and, and now it's it's kind of interesting because a lot of women are not either they're just like oh you know we're free now you know we're sexually liberated and you know we could do what men can do and all that kind of stuff i'm sure i've told this story before but i had a competition going with the young lady to see back when i was single back in my heyday i promised her i said listen even though you're a woman and you control sex I can have more sex than you like by a long shot, because for one thing, it doesn't mean as much to me as it does to you. 
And two, I have something that women want innately. And she didn't believe me. She thought that, you know, okay, I'm a woman. Women could get sex anytime, any place, anywhere, anyhow, whatever. That's true. But there's something within a woman for the most part. I ain't talking about porn stars and I ain't talking about, you know, women that get paid for sex. I mean, but the, the, the funny thing is they don't really have much sex outside of the confines of getting paid for it. So they have to just they have to separate themselves um, from the thing that they know this is a job. So they have to make this an art form. <laughs> this is an art form of sex. My sex is an art form. This is not this is not my personal ex- expression. This is an art form. This is a job that I'm doing. Listen, it, uh, it's funny. It's interesting. But nevertheless, so we had this competition, right? Um that I, we was going to see who can have the most sex from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Now, up until that point, this had to be middle of the year, like June, July. I had not had sex because I had just got out of, a, out of a relationship where we were being celibate. We were going to wait till we got married, and we decided not to get married. Well, I decided I didn't want to marry her. So uh, we, I decided it was best for us to go our separate ways, and so that's what we did. So this happened about June of some years ago. Now, this happens um, mid-year. She had already had some 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 numbers under her belt. I think she was at like five or six by June, right? I'm at a whopping zero. By the end of the year, I had caught up with her and passed her because her numbers were going up, my numbers were going up, and so ended up being in the double digits somewhere. And uh, I was like, "Hey, listen." She she was like, "She, I, I got to tap out." She was like, "I'm, I'm done. I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore." And I'm like, "I'm just getting warmed up. This is November. You know what I'm saying? I'm just getting crunk up because you got the holidays, you got the Christmas season, and a lot of women is in the Christmas spirit. So I was ready to, you know, ramp it up. You know, to, to you know what I'm saying, give my grand finale for the year. But she ended up saying, "You know what? I can't do it no more." So I was like, "Cool." But I, but but the point was to prove to her that it's different. Even though women control sex, men can get it because women desire a relationship. A lot of the times, more than they, for the most part, they desire. Well, I mean, mainly women desire relationships more than they desire sex because it's like whatever you have, if you have a you know an abundance of something or you own the patent. For Coca Cola, you you'll give some bottles away. You know what I mean? Like you 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 don't mind losing a few bottles because you got the recipe. It's yours. You know what I mean? So when you have something, you kind of frivolous sometimes with it, and sometimes you know it just doesn't mean as much to you as it does until you find something that you that you truly want. Now, when you find some when you find someone that you truly want then all that goes out the window. So now you're focused. Now you're really using this asset. You you know what I'm saying? Like for a lot of women, I remember for a lot of women, they don't like dudes looking at them. They don't like dudes looking at their butt. They don't like dudes looking at their breasts. They don't like dudes, you know what I'm saying, staring at them. They don't like dudes doing weird stuff. It's only weird when you don't like the guy. 
Now, if you like the guy, you it ain't weird. You love it. You want him to do it. You're actually doing it so that you can get him to pay attention to you. So it's only weird when it's somebody that you're not interested in. When you're interested in it, it's, it becomes an asset. It becomes something that you actually accentuate. You you promote it. You make sure it's seen. You flaunt it. But like I said, when there's somebody that you are absolutely not interested in, you call the police. That's the difference. That is the absolute difference between the two. Now, for men, we don't talk enough about the dangers of dealing with a lot of women for a long time because what ten, what begins to happen is it's like a drug. Like, it's always a new chick. It's always a new woman. There's not a time where it's never a new woman. And the, the crazy part is it's harder for a man to move into a relationship because all of his life lessons or the bulk of his life lessons have come from dealing with women. So as you deal with more women, you learn more about yourself, you learn more about life or you feel you do. And so when you get with one woman, it's harder for you to see the lessons or the potential lessons that that one relationship, that one woman can teach you because you're so used to learning various things from various women. So what happens? You get into a relationship and you still deal with other women. You still cheat and you still have to make up excuses or lies as to why you're dealing with other women. And so that's one of the things that people men particularly don't talk about enough is the time that's wasted and the inability to be faithful and to keep your word to someone that you gave your word to and you still have the desire for other women because those other women symbolize progress this one woman does not symbolize progress because you are not accustomed to dealing with one woman and learning the lessons from dealing with an individual. You're used to learning and gathering lessons from dealing with individuals. So now you run into the problem of, well, I'm stagnant and she's to blame. She's the problem. It's the good old Adam situation. Like Adam was all fine and dandy until the woman came into his life in the garden. And then all of a sudden, when the woman persuaded him to do something that he probably ultimately wanted to do initially, but that's a whole nother thing. I got a whole nother episode on that, on uh, the purpose of a man that's in the season one. So go ahead and check that out. But nevertheless, I believe that when he got the woman and the woman made him eat the, the fruit that when the most high came and asked him, Hey, uh, did you eat that fruit that I told you not to eat? Yeah, it was the woman. It was it was that woman you gave me. She made me she gave it to me and I ate it. And so a lot of men tend to blame their lack of progress on the one woman that they chose to be with. Now ain't that something? They chose a woman to be with for the rest of their life or for a good duration of their life. Now they're blaming a woman that their life has been stagnant. <laughs> I mean, how much crazier is that? But never. But that's just one aspect of it. You know, the other aspect of why men, you know, kind of, well, that the, the, the aspect that men don't talk about this stuff enough 
and because we don't know we we just keep doing it because it's, it becomes a drug it becomes addictive and it becomes it becomes fun it's it's like your life is more exciting when you have a new chick that you're pursuing or you know in the process of getting to know and going through the process and seeing how her challenges are and how what kind of fight she's putting up to get the thing that you want but after you get the sex it it's like meaningless it's like pointless so it ends up being a waste of time for you a valuable time because that energy could have been placed into producing a better version of yourself for yourself so that when you or if you ever do choose to be with one woman, now you can continuously progress with that one woman because you've progressed within yourself. And that progression within yourself is symbolic of the type of relationship that you're going to eventually develop with the one woman that you choose. So if you don't take the time to start developing yourself and digging into yourself and figuring out yourself and learning yourself, then it's going to be hard to be able to do that within a relationship. It's going to be hard to dig into the, the two lie the two lives becoming one and digging into that one life to see how it's supposed to manifest and how it's supposed to develop and working through the process and developing and getting the rewards that come with being in that type of relationship because that's what you pass down to your children that's what you want to pass down to your children you can't tell your children to do something that you couldn't do and you gave them that because that's all you had to give Meaning that the energy and the person that you are at the time that you conceived is all that you have to give to that child. So that child starts from the point that you were at when you conceived them, when they were conceived. So at the point of conception, whatever you gave is what the child has to start with. And that includes the energy, the physical, the mental, the the spiritual, everything that is Everything that is within you, the essence of you is when you ejaculate for the woman. The essence of who she are is at that time is encapsulated in that egg and the two affect each other and create the energy by which the child is conceived in. So it's important to make sure that you ha that you are putting yourself in the best position to give the best start for it. Your offspring, for one thing, for your offspring, it's good to make sure that you're in that position. But, man, we don't talk about that stuff enough. You can't expect children to do or your your offspring to do something that you have not mastered yourself. So all that is predicated upon the man. That's why I say it's important for a man. Everything starts with the man, but it's important to for the man to realize that you are extremely important to the progress or the failure of your relationship if you do not progress then you cannot progress that woman who cannot produce energy the right type of energy to incubate the seed that you are going to potentially give her to to uh what's the word i'm looking for i'm looking for the word i just used like two seconds ago the uh to <laughs> conceive that's the word is um, to conceive this offspring that is going to move forward and take your name and take your essence further so this is it's, it's extremely important for men to understand that as you go up or down back and forth back and forth left and right focus unfocus the whole relationship goes, not just your relationship with that woman, but your relationship with your with their offspring 
comes and goes based on the degree of which you are. Because as a man, my job is to lead, guide, provide, and give and take all the blame. So I have to lead my wife to the destination that best that is best suited for the call and the mission that I am designed to fulfill. My wife was created and is a help meet for me. She's helped. She's designed to help help that is suitable for my progress or our progress. Okay. So, but you, you only get that. A lot of people never get that, but you really only get that at the time that you start to understand how, as you dig within yourself. Now, this is something that happens as you start digging within yourself and you start understanding who you are. You start understanding your parents. You start understanding your family. You start understanding your genetics. You start understanding who you are, why you are, the decisions you've made, decisions you need to make. And you just have the, the, that moment where it's like an aha moment and everything starts to kind of line up and you realize like, dang, I, I've, I'm here. This is who I am. Once you have that moment, then you start to realize that everything that you've been attracting or everything that you're currently attracting is par for the course. It's exactly what you're supposed to be manifesting because the, based on the decisions that you make, this this is the only thing you feel comfortable with allowing yourself to be involved with. So you can't blame women or you can't blame society. You can only blame yourself because you've allowed society to persuade you and you've listened and made decisions based on the information that you were given by society. You didn't do enough digging, not only into yourself, but into why other people think the way they think. So when you take the time to understand that and know why society is set up this way and you you start to know why people make the decisions that they make. Then you're able to make different and better decisions. This is exactly what I did. I started looking at everybody else's decisions from my parents to my family members, to my friends, to teachers to whoever i looked at everybody's decisions and saw what they were manifesting and said okay there's a problem there even if they wanted to portray to me that they were this person and that person that don't matter to me you could be whoever you could be whatever celebrity you think is popular right now and i don't care about that i care about because the thing is the thing is this is what i realized right i realized the most high is so intelligent and so beyond our comprehension, the creator of this universe. I realize he's so far beyond our comprehension because he didn't make other people. He didn't make friends. He didn't say, you know, hey, it's not good for man to be alone. I'm gonna make him some homeboys to hang around or I'm going to make him some parents to guide him and teach him or I'm make him a brother and sister to console him. And, you know, like be there for him. No, he said, I'm going I'm to a, I'm a give him something different. I'm going to give him a wife. I'm going to give him a, a companion, someone that can can challenge him and someone that can also help him pro- reproduce to duplicate himself. I'm going to create that for him. Now, why did, why would he do that? Out of all the things he could have did, he did. He chose to do that. It's very important. And that's why relationships and chill is very important also is because you start to understand that we we need that type of companionship in order to progress, not only ourselves, but the future generation, the future of our species, of the human species. We need a companion, someone who is not us, but part of us, but like us 
and different at the same time. It's very interesting. But they complement who we are. And that complementation, I think that's a word, but that but that complementary aspect of another human adds to the blending and the creation of someone else that can do the same thing, meaning your offspring does the same thing. So but depending on where you are is what you're going to manifest. Just like. Just like I said before, wherever you are, wherever you're wife is or wherever your significant other is that's what you're going you whatever y'all are is what you're going to produce or reproduce that's what you're going to manifest but it's so interesting that where you are as an individual is what you are currently manifesting so you can't blame other people for what you are manifesting you can but it won't do you any good the truest forgiveness that you can have for a person is to understand the only way to actually forgive someone is to understand them so a lot of people just gloss over, and I'm saying this because a lot of people, you can blame your parents. You can blame that uncle that did something to you. You can blame other people that actually did something to you, that actually violated you. You can blame them. But in order to forgive and move on, because that keeps you stuck, in order to move forward, you have to start understanding them or the their type. And then you can say, ah, I get it. It wasn't necessarily X, Y, and Z. It wasn't the story that I've been told or the story that I told myself. It was way deeper. And as you begin to see deeper, you start to understand that they were probably victimized too. And so victims usually become the become the one who victimizes someone else. So it's important to understand that, yes, you can blame, you can you know, put the responsibility off on someone else, but it, but it would suit, it would be in your best interest to make sure that you move past the things that are holding you at that present position, because it is what is moving you internally and causing you to manifest the things that you are manifesting, whether good, bad, or indifferent. These are the things that are manifesting from your decisions. So it's important to know, and it's important to to make sure that you understand that everything that is happening to you or will happen to you is a product of the things that you are internally conflicted with, dealing with, believing, understanding, whatever you want to call it. These are the things that are going on within you. Nobody is making you make decisions. You are making decisions for yourself based on the information or the lack thereof. You are still the one driving the ship. So um, I kind of went off on the tangent. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I was talking more so about just the male part, but I, can, I know it kind of blended together to kind of more of a general ideology. But <clears throat> excuse me, I, th- I think for women. Well, I know for women, and it's a little bit deeper, and I'm already 31 minutes in. But I know for women, um, the the reason why I said that women have been lied to, and especially by, like, coaches and, you know, the Steve Harveys of the world, the Derrick Jacksons of the world, the some sometimes before it was the me's of the world. Like, I want women to I, – I think we all want women to um, – kind of hope for the best, so to speak, and and, and believe that it's going to be all right. And 
believe that it's going to be okay. But the truth of the matter is it, it probably won't be. It probably will not be okay. And that's the that's the reality because the 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 worst thing you can have is hope. I know nobody ever told me that and it sounds like uh, you know whatever. But the worst thing you can have is hope in something that you don't believe will happen. That's the worst thing you can have. That's ultimately what I'm trying to say. It's an, it's one thing to hope before what you know is going to happen. But then it's not hope. It's just you know that this it's just it's at that point it's like faith. Faith is to me is higher than hope in the sense that I know this is going to happen. It's just a matter of time. I don't know when. So my faith is my faith is in it, it's not necessarily that it's not going to happen. It's just a matter of time. I don't know the timing. But I know if I do X, Y, and Z, if I plant a seed, I water it, and then, you know, I do what's necessary. I make sure that the ground is a good ground, fertile ground, and the seed is a good seed, the water. It's only it's only a matter of time. And if I get really good at it, I even will know the time because there are seasons to everything. So there's a there's a season to plant and there's a season to 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 reap. There's a season to sow and a season to reap. So just knowing that, I know around this time of the year, six months from now, three months from now, this seed should have manifested X, Y, and Z. So my faith is that the system will continue to work. I don't have to hope in that. I know that the system is going to continue to work. All I got to do is now with the faith that I have in the system, just keep, just do what I need to do. And then it's going to manifest itself. But the worst thing you can do is hope something will happen that you don't believe in. So I got to I got to challenge your belief before I can even get to un, to you understanding what I'm trying to tell you, because your hope is that I'm wrong. Your hope is that it'll just happen without you really understanding and doing the work that it takes in order to make sure that it manifests. It's like playing the lottery. Like you could tell somebody, hey, invest your money in X, Y and Z, but they're rather going to play the lottery with the hope that they are win and don't have to listen to sound advice. But then you know what happens with people who win the lottery, they end up broke way worse than they were before. And, you know, in a, in a way worse situation than they ever were at any time because they got something that they were not able to handle. So a lot of people wind up, Oh, I met the person, you know, I didn't even have to listen to what you had to say, Coach or Anthony. I met the person that I that I feel. But then like six months, maybe even five years later. They disappear from the face of the earth after they break up. Or they do even worse for women. This is how this is what women do. Women go extremely sexual for some reason, like women who have been heartbroken are extremely sexual. That's why it's good to be the rebound guy. What what it, um <laughs> Kawhi Leonard said? Rebound man get paid. The rebound man gets paid. No, the rebound man gets laid. That's that's my new term. The rebound man gets laid, courtesy of Kawhi Leonard. Uh, but yeah, the rebound man. After a woman is heartbroken and distraught, she gets bucky wild she gets buck wild i'm telling you she be all on the gram all on facebook and i can tell i'd be like she was hurt somebody broke her heart 
severely somebody crushed her because this woman is on here like she don't even care and so it's a, it's the saddest thing it is a very sad thing because it's a very simple fix and for 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 men i think what men do is they either go extremely like dealing with a lot of women which equates to the sexual thing or they really get super um focused on their work because the the thing is like for for men, I, I mean, it, it could go either way. It could go either way. I, I won't even get into that because I'm 36 minutes in. But I will say this. It's just important to know, you know, and, and understand that there are differences between men and women. And those differences um, add to the contribution that each one has to make, which equates to roles. Because you need roles in order to make progress. Everybody can't do everything at the same time everybody can't do everything and especially at the same time i should say so you have to have some kind of organized way for people to contribute their best at the time or their best overall to the overall big picture if you don't have that then you're going to have chaos so without organization you have chaos chaos is just a lack of organization uh, that's just all that it is. An organization is just the role or the contribution that each individual thing plays. Without that, there is no progression. There is no peace without organization. So it's important to understand that concept. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I missed anything. I think I covered everything. If I didn't, y'all be all right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all been all right. Y'all going to be all right. Um, but yeah, just uh, <laughs> just let me know if y'all have any questions, uh, and we'll go from there. I think was there one more. I think there might have been one more thing I wanted to say about. Oh yeah, we haven't told women the truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. So I'm not going. I'm not going to end it right now. I'm gonna. Get, I'm gonna probably put about two more minutes, two three more minutes in. But I wanted to say this: society, coaches relationship experts gurus we want to give women the hope but the reality of of it is, is that there just might not be no hope because without information without truth without knowledge hope means absolutely nothing it is just def it's just deferred heartbreak it's just deferred longing and deferred desire that you're longing for and wanting and but you never would really will get but you what you will do here's what you're going to do i'm gonna tell you right now what you're going to do is you're going to find yourself lowering your expectations or you're lowering your desires and and creating a false version of the happiness that you want to experience. So you're going to either live vicariously through through movies, through whatever, but you and you're going to find relationships, but they're going to always be you're going to they're going to always be hopeful that this is the right person. And then you're going to try it out for a month or two. And then it's going to end up, you know, panning out to be nothing. You're going to be right back in the same boat because you hoped that it would work. You didn't know what you were doing. You were just winging it. And so with that hope, 
that's all you got is a potential win or a potential loss. You got a 50-50 chance of it working out. But then when it comes time in the relationship to apply what you know or to manifest what you know, then that's where it stops. That's where the hope stops. Now it's like, okay, we got to do some work. Well, what kind of, what do you mean? We got to do some work. The man's supposed to do all the work. The man's supposed to do this. No, what you, you're here to help. If I didn't need help or work, then I wouldn't need you. I need help. I need someone that is able to contribute. But if you don't know how to do that, and I ain't talking about cooking, cleaning, and, you know, sex, and I ain't talking about all that. That's any woman can do that. Any woman on earth can do what you are meant or saying that you can do any any woman can do that but it takes a special type of woman to know how to contribute to the right type of man this is why it's important and this is why i wrote the husband material guide because it's important for you to be able to know how to choose who to best apply yourself to how who to best who to best who you're best suited for as a woman it's important to know that if you don't know that then you you're going to be winging it for the rest of your life and be old you know, a couple kids later and focused on, you know, grandkids or whatever, single by yourself, you know what I mean? Manifesting your synthetic happiness by traveling and, you know, vicariously living through your daughter's marriage and your grandkids, you know what I mean? Like, that's how most people do it. They, they, they live synthetic happiness, which was different from the happiness they wanted to experience. So they created a lesser version of what they actually wanted and this is synthetic happiness i might do another episode on that i think synthetic happiness so but anyway that's um all i really got to say about this one you guys uh take it easy this is coach r anthony relationships and chill podcast hit me up on social media relationships and chill on instagram facebook youtube etc etc uh i catch you guys on the next go round peace Thanks for listening to Relationships and Chill. For more information on cultivating the relationship of your dreams, please follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Relationships and Chill or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Relationships and Chill TV. You can also visit our website at www.relationshipsandchill.com. Together, let's make relationships great again.